Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and tonight I'm joined by... Uh, it's Thomas uh, V. Jager from Monolord, uh, as a solo artist, I guess. It's great to be chatting to you this evening. Your debut solo album, A Solitary Plan, is a totally different change of direction. Was it an easy process to do something completely different to Monolord? I've always written all kinds of music, like... 10 years ago or something when me and Espen we played in a boogie rock band but at that time I also wrote doomier songs but I also wrote instrumental rock music or so it's it's I'm writing different stuff all the time now I had the opportunity between tours and stuff and since I work at a school school is closed for a few weeks during the summer so last summer i decided to because uh, i had like three songs two or three songs from this kind of music and then uh, i bought a new guitar and a few of the songs like wrote themselves after that and that's when i realized i could actually make an album and release that it wasn't my intention to write a solo album it's just happened i mean all of the seven tracks are intense and deep and meaningful was it an easy decision to have something so personal to yourself released worldwide in may well i think i think uh, that it was so personal i wanted to do everything myself because i've gotten the question uh, why didn't you choose to make these into monolord songs it's never really been, and it's, it's more a feeling that I, I feel that these these songs are more something I, I need to do myself as both therapy and sometimes it's hard to talk about stuff and sometimes it's easier to write things down and for me putting it into a song, perhaps it makes it more easier to talk about afterwards, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been working as really a good therapist. So how surprised do you think Monolord fans will be by the album? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure really. I don't think, well, maybe surprised, I don't know, but uh, I've gotten some responses because I've sent the album out to some friends and both that I know like personally, but also uh, from the internet. And uh, they, they all say different things. Some, some of them hear Led Zeppelin in it and some of them hear it's it's just it's been it's a weird feeling to I, I don't know if you can understand if you hear the lyrics and and all in everything but uh it's it's a, it's a rough subject sometimes the whole album is relaxing and thought-provoking is that sort of like what you were looking for on this release yeah but also i wanted to do something that was like not aggressive at all it's supposed to be really it's intense sometimes, but the the soundscape is pretty mellow because all the songs are recorded at, at different. It's it's not that I've been in the studio and I recorded all the songs because all the songs are recorded one by one. So that means the the first song I think I uh, recorded three years ago or something, and I just maybe re-recorded some guitar, so it would be more similar to the other songs, but. Other than that, it's been a challenge to make it like a complete, to make it a whole record out of seven songs that are recorded at different times. So, but it's uh, been a great help by uh, Kalle, who mixed it, a friend of mine. 
works in a studio called Welfare Sounds. I've been giving him, him some demos and stuff, and he uh, made it like the demos, but it sounds better. So the, he ran it through some old analog stuff, and it just enhanced the, the, the soundscape even more. Every country's different with their quarantine at the moment, but if it does come to full quarantine in Sweden, on album release date, would you consider doing a webcast? of the tracks maybe yeah but i don't know i'm not sure about it but uh i'll think about it do you have a personal favorite track on the album today and why i really like the the title track it's it, i think that's the first it's the song that triggered the whole the rest of the the songs in in a way and uh, it has mellotron on it. it it's one of my favorite instruments and it's really really hard not to overuse it but i've decided just to use it on like one song to not overuse it because it's it's i think it's so emotional in a way it, it probably the either that or uh the last song the bitter end because i was really sad when i recorded it so when I, I listen to it now i can hear i can hear that i am very sad in in my voice and i think in some i think with some parts my voice is kind of trembling and it makes it if you if you hear it if you listen to like headphones i think you can hear it clearly in, in a part and it makes me at first at first when I listened to the song it made me sad again but now it's more like uh, I, I'm glad I kept that take because it give, gives the song more vibe to it
if you do get the chance, would you think about taking this release out on the road? Yeah, I've been thinking about it, but uh, I, I won't be doing it like all alone with just me and a, and the guitar. I need I would bring someone or yeah someone else with me. I think to do some additional instruments. I, I'm not really gone that far in planning yet. COVID-19, how do you think this is going to affect the music industry in the long term? Maybe you have to be more careful or set things up differently regarding to, because now I know in a lot of bands that they have a big pile of merch that they need to pay soon because they couldn't go on tour and sell it. You don't even know how far this thing is going. Plans and festivals are being cancelled left, right and centre. Was there anything you were specifically looking forward to that's now been cancelled? I hardly ever make like plans for or buying tickets to stuff anymore because it's been happening so many times that, oh shit, we got a gig, need to go. When I do go to stuff, it's more spontaneous or when I know when I'm going to be home for a while. We, we were supposed to play uh, in the Netherlands in the beginning of April like 10th or 11th uh, but that's obviously cancelled and we have a show booked in Russia in May but I'm not really sure about that either we don't know about the fall either we we have a few things in motion but things are still unsure it's like so we, we're, we're not sure how we're gonna do with stuff yet but I'm we're not probably not playing anything this spring. Monolord released an album last year. Have there been plans? Are you in the process of even writing for a new Monolord album? We have been uh, talking about different options, how and when we're going to do the next album. And we haven't really, we haven't really gone anywhere yet. So we're, we're going to start looking at new, new songs. There are songs, but they are not really rehearsed or even remembered, I think. But uh, we're going to start looking into that since, well, not if we're in quarantine, but then we will have to do it the digital way, I guess. But uh, this this might be a new way to try, you know, different rehearsal plans. I know, I know we talked about that if I make a demo here at home with... I usually make them with my program drums and I record bass and guitar and vocals and everything. And I record after a, after a beat, after a click, and then uh, I could just remove the bass and send it to Mika and remove the drums and send it to Espen. And we could like, uh, yeah, record our own demos digitally instead. So let's see if, if that happens. If a song could be the soundtrack of your life, which one would you choose? J.J. Kale, they call me the breeze. Who do you think has influenced the world of rock and metal more than anyone else? I'm not sure. Led Zeppelin was the greatest rock band for 10 years during the 70s and even into the 80s. So I would, I would say that Led Zeppelin has been the greatest rock and roll band of all times. If I'd been living on Mars and I'd never heard of Monolord, which track would you play to me to introduce me to your band uh, it depends on uh it depends on what your preferences are like a co-worker asks me to listen to a song i know that that co-worker might not be into metal at all and then i would uh 
take the one with the most hooks in it and then probably is either rust or yeah maybe one of the shorter songs and maybe for one uh it's more like experienced in metal and stuff i would uh, maybe say i think i like we will burn pretty much right now festival or small intimate gig club gig versus festival gig of course yeah probably say uh full house with a club gig is it's better than a festival gig i think abba or hammerfall abba digital or vinyl uh vinyl both are important to me in different ways but i would say vinyl anyway I think. meatballs or beer none because i stopped drinking beer and i uh, am vegan so uh greta thunberg or donald trump you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> Even it's so obvious. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? <laughs> no, no-brainer. Yeah. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Only thing is that I'm really stoked about hearing what everyone thinks of the uh, this album that I at first didn't think was going to leave my home studio. So uh, I'm really excited. Thomas V. Jagger from Monolord, and you're listening to Metal Gods. Meltdown.
not too late.